Good evening. Welcome to the podcast for the Christian Youths. I'm your host, Ebel C. Janet. Today I'll be looking at a very important topic, which says, Ways to safeguarding your virginity. Ways to safeguarding your virginity. But before I delve into this topic, I would like to apologize for my inability to come on air yesterday. This podcast was meant to come up yesterday, but due to circumstances beyond my control, I was unable to come on air. My sincere apologies. Today, like I said, I'll be looking at a very important topic which says ways to safeguarding your virginity. But before I continue, I would like to give you a recap of the previous episode where I talked about cohabitation. Cohabitation, I explained to you, is the illegitimate union of a man and a woman or a boy and a girl. People who are not legally married, but they are already living together as couples, doing what couples do. Illegitimate union of man and a woman, already practicing what couples do. I made us to understand the various forms of cohabitation being in practice today and as well as the effects or consequences of cohabitation. But today I'll be talking about ways to safeguard your virginity. Safeguarding, that is ways to maintaining your virginity. That is if you are still a virgin. And um, I am not here to condemn anybody. Even if you are not still a virgin yet, you can still maintain it. For as long as you are not married yet. The fact that you made a mistake before does not mean that you should continue making mistakes. There are people who have lost their virginity, but they made up their mind not to continue to engage in premarital sex. So the fact that you lost your virginity does not mean that you should not be become a preacher against virginity. Virginity, you must understand, is biblical. It is what God expects us of everybody, of every Christian youth out there, Christian boy, Christian girl. So it is expected of you as a Christian, as a child of God, that you maintain your virginity till you marry. And this topic is not um, you know, specific to the female gender. It concerns both the male and the female gender. This day we are made to understand that it is only females that are even you know meant to keep their virginity which is very very wrong it is not only females that are meant to be virgins both the male and the female are meant to be virgins until they get married so it is not um, specific to the female gender if you're a christian youth a christian boy out there you too you are meant to keep yourself chaste it is not just for the females alone. So, talking about the various ways to safeguard your virginity. Why I chose this topic is because I discovered that the reason a lot of people lose their virginity is not just because they are loosed. It's not because they are morally bankrupt. It is not because they are sexually compulsive. Some lost their virginity due to carelessness due to several other things that happen in their life. And so, as a result of that, they lost their virginity. So... Today, I'll be talking about the various ways you can maintain or safeguard your virginity if you are still one. And even if you have lost yours, you can still practice these um, tips I'm going to give you so as to, you know, continue to maintain yourself from not falling into the same mistake again. And so, I'm not going to be talking about all the various ways to safeguard your virginity. I'm going to, you know, talk about it bit by bit. And then the first way to maintain your virginity, I will always tell people, is by acknowledging that being a virgin is, you know, required of you as a Christian. 
when you have this at the back of your mind, when you have this as your mindset, it will help you to understand that virginity is required of you. It is godly. It is biblical. So you are not just keeping your virginity because you want to, you know, keep it for your husband. No, it is because God required of us to keep ourselves virgins until we get married. And so the first and foremost way to safeguarding your virginity is by acknowledging that it is proper. It is biblical that you should be a virgin. And then the second one is avoid disclosing to everybody that you are a virgin. Avoid disclosing to everybody that you are a virgin. You see, a lot of people have made mistakes when it comes to this particular thing. You know, they disclose to everybody that they are virgins. And you don't know that people who are, might have lost their virginity are often jealous of those who are still keeping theirs. And so as a result of this, they try to make everything possible to see that their friends loses their own virginity too. So you have to avoid disclosing to everybody that you are a virgin. My dear, everybody must not know that you are a virgin. Not everybody is entitled to the secrets. Sometimes we need to learn how to shut our mouths. There are certain things must be kept secret. There are things that should be kept secret. Even the Bible says it. There are some things that should just keep a secret to your own self. Not everybody is entitled to know. Keep it secret. When you tell a friend that that friend is likely to tell another friend, that look who ah, this friend, this person said she's a virgin. I've actually experienced this when I was in school. You know, I told a roommate of mine, the roommate I was staying with, about my status, my virginity status. I never knew she was jealous until she invited her ex-boyfriend to our room. She introduced me to the ex-boyfriend and said, this is my roommate. She said she's a virgin. Oh, can you imagine? Believe me, I was shocked. I was like, what am I hearing? Why would she even introduce me as someone who is still a virgin? Was that necessary? See, I came to understand that people who have lost theirs, even though they claim that it is not even affecting them, the truth is it's affecting them. But we am not, I'm not here to condemn anybody anyways. I'm just saying that if you are still a virgin, or maybe you've even lost yours, and, you, and it's t you still want to keep it, but by right, you are even supposed to keep it. If you are still a virgin, you need to just stop telling everybody that you are a virgin. You need to keep it secret. When you tell a friend that, that friend is likely to tell another friend. Jealousy is packed up when you tell a friend. And as a result of that, trust is betrayed. Many people have been set up by friends who they disclose this to. Who they disclose to that they are still virgins. They betray them. And before you know what is happening, they set them up. My dear, you don't know how expensive you are in the labor market. Yes, I know a lot of people who are into rituals. I mean, that are looking out for virgins. That is why I say you should know how expensive you are in the labor market. That is why you need to guard yourself. There are so many boys out there looking for, you know, how to carry out ritual, looking for virgins to do this. Many ladies have been raped as a result of setup by close friends, colleagues at work, neighbors, or even roommates in school, just like I told you about my own story. The truth is, when you tell somebody who is not a virgin that you are a virgin, they immediately assume that you are indirectly mocking them. 
even when you are not mocking them, even when you are not bragging about it, but they don't believe it to be true. They believe you are indirectly mocking them. So that is another reason you should even not disclose it to people that you are still a virgin. You say that they try to, you know, they believe that you're trying to mock them. So the truth is, if you don't shut your mouth, evil occurrence might shut it for you. Don't wait until you are raped or used for ritual before you learn to shut your mouth. I want you to know that the there are so many in dangers inherent in disclosing your virginity status to people. It is just too, too much. You need to learn to shut your mouth. You need to learn to keep it secret. So that's that for, you know, avoiding disclosing it to your friends. And then another one is avoid visiting the opposite sex alone. This is number three. Remember the first one I told you is that you must acknowledge that being a virgin or keeping your virginity is the will of God. It's biblical. And then the second one is you should not disclose it to people that you are still a virgin. And then the third one is avoid visiting the opposite sex alone. Avoid visiting the opposite sex alone. Like I said, I am not talking only to the female gender. I'm as well as talking to I'm also talking to the male gender. You don't need to visit this female um, the opposite sex alone. They say body no be firewood. Yeah. Body they say no be firewood. So you really need to stop visiting the opposite sex alone. And you know there are some people with high libido. Once they are with an opposite sex, the tendency to commit sexual immorality will be very high. So, body they say no be firewood. It is not completely wrong to you know have sexual urges. It is not wrong. But the question is, how far can you control yourself when you are under sexual urge or when you are sexually aroused? Mind you, sexual urge can, cannot be aroused when there is no object that can stimulate it. So that is the reason you must not be visiting the opposite sex alone. And you ladies, hear me, it is not wrong to visit a man or a boy. But when you do this, for whatever reason you are doing it, I'm talking to the ladies right now, when you visit a man for whatsoever reason you are doing it, make sure you go in the company of one or two persons. Yes, some men have high libido. Once they are with a woman, the urge to commit sexual immorality will be on the high key. And I tell you, there's little or nothing you can do to help at that very moment. Is either they rape you or you both willingly fall into it. That is why the presence of another person is very, very important. With a third person, it makes it difficult, if not impossible, to engage in sexual immorality in a situation like this. There is a popular saying that goes that two is a crowd. Oh, sorry, three is a crowd, but two is a company. Imagine a scenario where it is only you and a guy. Or it is only you and a woman that you went to visit there's every tendency that you might want to touch her or touch him caress her or caress him and if you're not careful you won't be able to resist him or her even the mighty have fallen in situations like this they cry and wait for days so be careful i repeat body no before your wood wisdom the bible says is profitable to direct no matter how anointed you are, you can still fall if you do not apply wisdom. It doesn't matter whether you are in a relationship or courtship. 
don't allow overconfidence in yourself to be cloud your, your sense of reasoning. My fiancé is a pastor, and so what? Even if your fiancé is a pastor, we have seen ministers of God, I mean, great ministers of God who has fallen into the sin of adultery or fornication. So it does not really matter whether you are dating an anointed minister of God or whoever. Some people will say, I am 10 years old in Christ. It does not matter. Our bodies have been programmed to develop sexual urges and to even experiment it. That is why certain measures such as these have been put in place to checkmate and or control our sexual feelings and urges. Mind you, it is not a sin to feel sexually uh, to be sexually aroused, but it is a sin when you fall into it as a single. Here, I would like to draw the curtain. In my subsequent episode, I will, you know, continue to bring you the other ways to safeguarding your virginity. You know, today I just mentioned about three. I just explained about three, and um, I said you should acknowledge that keeping yourself virgin is the will of God. So you're not doing it because you want to keep yourself for your husband or for your wife that you will marry. As a Christian youth, you are expected to keep yourself virgin till you get married. So acknowledge that it is the will of God for you to keep yourself virgin. That is the first and foremost way to safeguard your virginity. And then the second one is by avoiding disclosing it to people. You must avoid disclosing to people around you that you are still a virgin. And then the third one is by, you know, avoid visiting the opposite sex alone so i would like to draw the curtain here and then i implore you to you know subscribe to my podcast and share it to your friends for them to get blessed through this episode as well bye for now i welcome you again to another episode on the podcast for the christian youth i'm still your host evil c Jeanette. I'm sorry, this podcast was meant to come up yesterday, but due to circumstances beyond my control, I was unable to come on earth. My sincere apologies. Today, I'll be looking at a very important topic. But before I delve into today's topic, I would like to give a recap of the previous episode. Last week, we talked about cohabitation, where I explained to you what cohabitation is all about and the various forms of cohabitation in practice today the effects or consequences of cohabitation and as well as solutions to cohabitation hello good evening and welcome you again to another episode on the podcast for the christian youth i'm still host of C. janet i'm sorry this podcast was meant to come up yesterday but due to circumstances behind my country I wasn't able to come on air my sincere apologies. Today I'll be looking at a very important topic. But before I dive into this topic, I'll recap of the previous episode. Last week we talked about cohabitation. I explained what cohabitation is all about, the various forms of cohabitation, the effect of cohabitation, and as well as the consequence. The effect of cohabitation, as well as... Excuses given by the good evening. I welcome you again to another episode on the podcast for the Christian youth. I am still your host, Abel C. Jeanette. 
But before I delve into this topic, I would like to sincerely apologize to you for my inability to come out here yesterday. Yesterday, I was meant to publish this episode, but due to circumstances beyond my control, I wasn't able to come on air. My sincere apologies. Today, I'll be looking at a very important topic, which says ways to safeguard your virginity. But before I continue, I would like to give a recap of the previous episode. In our previous episode, I talked about cohabitation. I made you to understand what cohabitation is all about. I talked about the various forms of cohabitation, the effects or consequences of cohabitation, and the excuses people who practice cohabitation often give. I made you to understand that cohabitation is illegitimate union of two people. Thus, the illegitimate union of you no know, man and woman, or even the youths. Both are cohabiting or living as husband and wife, practicing what couples do. But today I'll be looking at ways to safeguard your virginity. This topic concerns both male and female gender. It concerns both the male and the female gender. It is not specific to the female gender alone. Because these days we are meant to think that it is only the females that are meant to keep themselves virgins. We are meant to believe that it is only the females that are meant to, you know, keep themselves chaste. But it is not so. Virginity concerns both the male and the female gender. So today I'll be talking about um, seven ways to safeguard your virginity. But I won't be able to talk about the seven. I'll be taking them bit by bit. So let's continue. The first way to safeguard your virginity is by avoiding sorry, avoid disclosing to everybody that you are a virgin. That's the first step if you must keep your virginity, if you must safeguard your virginity, if you must keep yourself chaste first, is by avoiding or avoid disclosing it to everybody that you are a virgin. Oh my goodness.